Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, here to an edition of The High Point. My name is Will Hopkins. Thank you for joining me here on KJX LP Flagstaff, KJX Student Run Radio, 107.1 FM. I have had an interesting week. Uh, last week, as I mentioned, some of my roommates tested positive for coronavirus. I ended up coming back negative and then getting informed that it was probably a false negative, getting tested again, it being a positive, being told that it could be a false positive. It's been a weird week. Um, so I'm currently just saying I'm going to quarantine, I'm enjoying everything. Uh, haven't had symptoms yet, so that's good news. And, uh, you know, just hoping to keep moving on and keep everything going as normal. Now, uh, this week's good news. As always, we start segment one off with just a couple of good pieces of news. Uh, this week, we have an unusual high number of insect discussions, um, and then some late, some weird discussions later on in the show as well, so please stay tuned for later on. We're going to start out with uh, bee venom. It is... So there was a study this week that was done that showed that bee venom can actually help cure breast cancer. And there's obviously speculation into how it can cure other types of cancer as well. But essentially, there's a chemical in bee venom that can be used to attack breast cancer cells, specifically breast cancer cells as of right now. But the other thing is, it's just the cancer cells. It doesn't kill any other cells. It's not harmful in major ways, to any, in long-term ways to any other cells. So that's really cool. Um, and then it, the bad news, I don't like to give much bad news, but in this case, I feel like I have to leave a disclaimer. It is the chemical that causes bee stings to hurt. So that's not as fun, but I'm sure you'd rather take a bee sting over breast cancer any day, you know? Uh, I, I know 100% I would. So that's really cool. And then on the topic of bees, there's actually a group of uh, of scientists training honeybees in California on how to pollinate better. So they're making, they're making these bees more efficient at pollinating, which is really cool because if you – so obviously we've heard a lot over the past couple of years about how bees and honeybees might be going extinct, but these – these, uh, this, well, this doesn't help them avoid extinction. It does help them to be more efficient and help in terms of human ways. And I know there, there's a professor at NAU who's famous for being the crazy bee guy. So he doesn't have to worry, may not have to worry as much anymore as he normally does. But that's really good news because it just means that we're, the big worry of losing bees is, um, is them not being able to pollinate anymore if you've seen the bee movie so while we can't maybe aren't able to save as much of the species as we like we can still make sure that the species has means to repopulate and that it doesn't harm nature as much which is really cool uh there are new studies and a lot of case by case bases but a lot of people are starting to use hypnosis therapy to quit smoking, which is really cool. Uh, obviously, smoking for a lot of people is viewed as an issue. It's linked to a lot of diseases from uh, 
lung cancer to other types of cancer and even some smaller things like asthma. So I, I know it's hard for a lot of people to quit. It's an addictive tobacco being an addictive substance, but that's good news because it means that they, uh, that it's going to make it easier for people. Any way that we can make it easier for people to quit smoking or quit doing addictive and harmful things is helpful. And that's what we like to hear from these types of people or from the scientific field. And there are a lot of case studies, uh, Grace Smith being one of them. She's an actor and now an author about how she quit smoking using hypnotherapy, which is really cool. Uh, I, I thought that was, I, that was something that I had not ever thought about. Um, and we've all obviously heard of dogs being able to sniff cancer. If you haven't heard about that, it's long been hypothesized and dogs supposedly can smell cancer. Um, but what about dogs being able to sniff out coronavirus? Uh, so people at Helsinki airport out in Finland or Helsinki, excuse me. Um, my Finnish geography is a little rusty. Helsinki airport out in Finland, uh, essentially has been using dogs to sniff out coronavirus and it's been very oddly successful, close to a hundred percent success rate or accuracy. And so as COVID has become more and more deadly and well, maybe not more and more deadly, but more and more prolific around the world, we've found more and more ways to stop it and to fight it and to obviously stopping it from getting on planes and where you're going to be locked in with people is a great thing so shout out to those dogs honestly that's really that's really cool i never thought i'd be talking about dogs like that on in this show and once again we're gonna have some interesting subjects later where we're talking about more animals being heroes um and that one was slightly even more shocking to me than dogs being able to smell coronavirus um additionally there is a this week there was a dictionary to preserve a Indo, an Indonesian, indigenous, Indonesia's, uh, indigenous Australian language that came out. It's about a 500 page, uh, book, but it has been used to save this, uh, weird indigenous language. And we hear all of these things about how languages are going extinct. That, that's been a very common topic for a lot of people recently. So, it's really cool to hear that these uh, that people are preserving these languages. Navajo in Arizona is another big one that people have been worried about for generations and years now. So the more we can do to help preserve any of any link to our past, the better. I'm going to take a quick break here on KLJX LP Flagstaff KJX Student Run Radio. Uh, my name is Will Hopkins. Thank you for listening to the High Point. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The High Point here on KLJX LP Flagstaff, KJX student-run radio. My name is Will Hopkins. This is the news show all about good news, bringing it to you here on KJAC Radio or Spotify. However you're listening, thank you for joining me as always. Um, this middle segment, normally we take a segment two is always about one specific thing and one specific issue. And as I mentioned, and as you may be able to hear in my voice, 
I unfortunately was diagnosed with COVID-19 a couple days ago. It's been coming. I've had some roommates who have had it. And one of the big things over these past couple days for me that's been rough and it's been really frustrating is having to spend the majority of the day in my small, maybe 10 foot by seven foot room where I'm just, it's me, my bed, my TV, and that's really all I have in this room. So I wanted to take some time here and I did a little research for myself, but I figured I could share it with everybody. We're going to talk a little bit today about what to do in self-isolation. It's something that we're all dealing with right now, unfortunately. You know, it's a reality of the coronavirus that we all have to be in these tough situations where we're stuck alone in certain areas of our life. And when you get COVID, you're going to have to be alone for 10 to 14 days. So here is the good news that I have found on this subject. Subject: H&R Block is actually funding 10 uh, projects to reduce social isolation. And I think this is a really cool idea. They're also there's also a point in these projects to make a more all the communities that they help more resilient. Um, so they found 10 things that they want. And these things range from building a baseball field, baseball and football fields to building a plant library, a plant library, which is something that I've never heard of. But I actually thought the most interesting one was a community closet made out of recycled containers with the goal of providing free donated clothes to that community. And that's up in Michigan. So shout out to H&R Block for that. But as for the individuals out there, what I have managed to find is that it's important to make sure you stay in touch with the people around you and the people that matter to you. So keep in touch with your family, keep in touch with your friends. I'm lucky enough that I live with four people that I'm very close with. And while I can't see them as often as I would like nowadays, I'm still going to be able to go out into the living room and stand in a corner and talk to all of them from across the room and just have some good socially distant conversations. Um, Additionally, I FaceTime my family probably twice a week. So this isn't too much of a change for me, but it's important to remember that like, the, the big thing that I got from all of these is to remember that you are going to leave quarantine eventually. So you want to make sure that you're leaving. And when you leave, you feel as normal as possible. Everything changes the least amount possible. Another big thing to do is to eat healthy. Uh, obviously, being in quarantine can be rough because you're not going to get a chance to go to the gym, to go on runs, especially if you're super sick you aren't going to be able to stay fit in the way that you would probably like to. So it's important to eat healthy and eat on as much of a regular basis as you can because that's your body wanting to stay in its regular routine. Your regular routine is the key to making sure that quarantine doesn't hurt you in the long run because if you think about it, it's like starting to going to bed at 2 a.m. for a couple days over a long weekend your body needs time to readjust and get back. Your body's not going to be able to fall asleep on a normal schedule for quite a while until it has been do- gone back to that. 
So rather than going 14 days, eating abnormally, skipping dinner, skipping lunch, and just snacking, you should try to stay in as much of a normal routine as you possibly can so that you aren't in this tough situation when COVID ends. Additionally, as I mentioned, you want to keep your routine normal. And that's the big thing that I think everybody mentioned is that if you can keep your routine normal, you're going to transition to and from quarantine a lot better. Um, on the other, so that's, those are what you can do to make life once you get out of quarantine better. But in terms of enjoying life in quarantine, find ways to entertain yourself outside of screens. And I know that it can obviously be really easy to just want to watch TV all day. I'm going to be honest. I spent Sunday just watching TV, just enjoying uh, Sunday football. And it probably wasn't the best idea. But at the same time, there are a lot of other things that you can do. You can go outside briefly and socially distant and just try to enjoy the outdoors. It's actually really good to watch nature, to remind yourself that this isn't normal, to kind of have those little interactions when you can with just about anything. Go out and watch a bird, go out and watch a squirrel, go out and water a plant or something. Do something that makes you feel more normal. Uh, It's also important right now, obviously I'm a news show, And so this is going to sound a little weird, a little hypocritical, but limiting, limiting your news intake can be a very helpful thing because it can help you to, uh, it can help you to stay positive. And there's a lot of news out there. Obviously the whole point of this show is to keep positive news. There's a lot of news out there that's meant to scare you and get viewership. So try to limit your news intake because especially the news with negative connotations and negative outlooks, it's important to stay away from that under any circumstance because it can lead to you getting into a negative mindset and a negative mindset when you're alone. I think we all know from those late night sessions when you're awake and you can't quite sleep, those are really rough and they can make life really tough on just about anybody. So those are the big things. Make sure that you're keeping in touch with the outside world. Make sure that you're eating normally and you're you're making sure that the rest of the world, that everything you do is pretty normal with your schedule. Remind yourself that nature of nature and other things of that sort and avoid negativity. Those are the big things when you're in quarantine and when you're in self-isolation to avoid. So with that, my name is Will Hopkins. I'm going to take a quick commercial break here. When we come back, we will be talking about this week's heroes here on KLJX LP Flagstaff, KJX Student Run Radio. Stay tuned for the high point. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this, the final segment of the High Point here on KLJX, LP Flagstaff, KJX, student-run radio in Flagstaff, Arizona, born and raised on a playground. Anyway, 
Uh, sorry, that just sounded right. That felt like it was going to go. <laughs> that felt like it was right. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, this is the last segment of the high point. And this is the segment where we shout out heroes. And I wanted to start out this week. Last week, I talked about Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, for the entire segment. And that's not normally how things go. Normally, I won't shout out one person and keep going with them. But it felt right last week with everything that was going on to dedicate a whole eight-minute segment to her. This time around, we're actually going to go ahead and go back to normal. We're going to start talking about some a couple people. And I actually want to start out with both presidential candidates. Um, I don't think that this is something that I normally try to avoid politics. And I don't want to talk about the presidential race, especially as we get into the heat of it, because I feel like no matter what, you're going to hear all of these things about both sides. But I wanted to shout out both of them and their words on RBG. Both of both men were had nothing but good things to say about her. And I understand that no matter which side you're on, words and talk are cheap and both sides both men say a lot of things but what they do is a completely different issue but the way that they both handled it especially uh donald trump was it it really was a way that i think unite it was words that were made to unite us not divide us and that's unusual for modern for modern day politics so i wanted to start by shouting them out um and now we're going to get back into these people that you may have not heard of we're going to start with Carver. Um, his last name was not given in the article that I found. But he's a five-year-old who sent a Baby Yoda plushie to help to firefighters in California. Um, essentially, he and his grandmother were putting together a care package, and he found the Baby Yoda plushie and sent it to them. And that's an incredible job. You know, It's incredible to see a five-year-old have that kind of that kind of grip and that kind of understanding of reality to understand how much struggle these firefighters go through every day. So he sent it to firefighters and they've actually been sending it around the state around to all of the different people fighting the fire, which is awesome. In addition to the rest of the care package, which if you're looking for a way to help the firefighters, I know that that's something that I think would probably really help. And it's an idea that we can all do just send it to, any fire station that's really having to deal with this whole situation because they are heroes right now. They're saving lives. They're saving, they're saving houses and they honestly probably deserve a whole episode to themselves. So do what you can to help those people do what you can to make sure that they remember that the rest, that people outside of California even are helping them. And, you know, this is becoming a more and more of an issue all around the world. So send it to your local firefighters. Make sure that they know that they're valued and that they that they have that strength to keep going on because those days can be gruesome. So shout out to Carver uh, out in California. This is probably the weirdest one that I've ever had to do, actually. Um, and it's also a name that I'm going to butcher. Magawa. Um, Magawa is actually a mine-sniffing rat in Cambodia. Um, so Cambodia has a lot of different issues when it comes to what their to mines and other uh unexploded ordinances that have been used in wars in the area and in the surrounding area um so as i mentioned it's a rat which is something that i never thought i'd be saying on this show uh magawa 
is used to sniff out uh, ordinances and other things that can be potentially harmful to humans and, you know, not just as owners, but every, every human in the area. And he was actually given a gold medal by a UK from a UK charity. Um, and that's just incredible. Uh, that's something that you're not going to hear every day. And it kind of made me laugh a little bit, made me chuckle a little bit, but it also gave me a little hope and it gave me this like warm, fuzzy feeling inside, which I kind of wanted to share with all of you. So Magawa has actually discovered um, 39 landmines and 28 other items, which is really cool. That's like something that I never thought I'd be talking about on this show, a rat that sniffs out landmines. So shout out to Magawa. Um, and then finally, I wanted to shout out, this is another man that probably deserves a whole show to himself. Um, Chuck Feeney. Feeney... Yeah, Chuck Feeney um, is a billionaire who made his money through shopping, uh, shopping centers and that sort of thing. But it's he, he was worth over $8 billion if he had kept all of his wealth and held on to it. Uh, but this 89-year-old man decided to donate all of his wealth to causes around the world that helped, uh, that, like helped people. And that's awesome. Um that is something that you don't hear a whole lot about. Obviously, I think we all wish that billionaires would share the wealth. And Feeney actually did that. And he said of his fellow billionaires that wealth brings responsibility. And he recognized that. He recognized that he was put in this unique situation to help millions of people, help all these people around the world. And it's not every day that you see someone like that. So Feeney has given away so much of his wealth. He, he's worth just enough to get him through hopefully to get him through the rest of his life um he and as i mentioned he has helped people all around the world from america to vietnam he's actually an irish man 89 years old so hopefully we can see more people like that <clears throat> sorry about that as uh time goes on but that's our uh that's our show for tonight here on KLJX, LP Flagstaff, KJX Student Run Radio, and wherever you join me from tonight, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope the rest of everything, I hope everything goes well for you this week, and I hope you can find it in your hearts to shout out somebody and to lift somebody else up. That's the big thing right now. So thank you, as always, for your time, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Will Hopkins, signing off from the High Point.